wants to be loved by somebody. Yeah. Take a number, take a walk, and come home. Everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. We want to welcome you to Coffee Global Eight Ministries, our broadcast. Tell your friend to tune in to our broadcast and share the YouTube station. Tune us in. Turn us up. Let's go to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for being a mighty God that you are, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for being a just God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, close our minds, starting us on today's journey, Father. We thank you, Lord, for just making us complete making us whole, Father. We thank you, Lord, for our family members, our loved ones, whoever they may be. Continue to bless the children, Lord, our sons, our daughters, our family members, wherever they may be, as they go into the school, colleges, so Lord, be first in the class, so Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just covering them with the blood of the Lamb, the Father. Thank you for a roof over our head, shelter, time of the storm, food on the table, Lord, Close us, the Lord. We want to say thank you, Lord. Bless those that stand in need of prayer. Those that are hungry, thirst for righteousness, thirst for your word, Lord. We thank you, Father. Just being an awesome God that you are, Father. Continue to bless our ministries, what we're about to do, Father, and coming upcoming months, oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, for many blessings, oh Lord, and our guidance, Lord. Thank you. Praise your name. These are all the best in Jesus' name, for grace we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for being a mighty God. We want to say thank you for just being there for Coffee Globe Ministry. We go to Job. We will start at Job 14th chapter, 23rd verse. Be many are my iniquities and sins. Make me to know my transgressions and my sin. Wherefore hidest thy faith and holdest me for thy enemies? Wilt thou break a leaf driven to and fro? And with that, pursue the dry suburb. For thou writest bitter things against me and maketh me to process the iniquities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks and lookest narrowly unto all my paths. Thou settest a print upon the heels of my feet, and he, as a rotten thing, consumeth as a garment that is moth-eaten. I have read to you Job 14th chapter, I'm sorry, Job 13th chapter, starting at the 23rd verse, through the 28th verse, Job 13, 
23rd verse through the 21st. Let the Lord have blessings to those who hear and do with us word. At this time, we just want to say thank you for all those who are joining in with us. And we're going to have a testimony by Emmanuel Fitch. Good morning, good morning. I would like to uh, do testimony. I would first like to thank God for everything he's been going for me. Help me grow up, strive, and learn new lessons every day. I just want to ask you that you keep doing what you're doing and guide me on my path and protect me my family. And I need you soon and listen. Jesus, my prayer. Praise God, praise God, praise God. We give honor and praise and glory unto God um, because without him, we're nothing. Without him, we would surely fail. I want to sincerely thank everyone who tuned into our empowerment conference yesterday. Lives were changed. Folks were, uh, were able to release of what they were going through. Tears flowed. Um, and, and we just believe that God is meeting people where they are. Our theme was life after. And sometimes people want to talk about the afterlife, which means someone has passed on. But we should start living life on this side, um, despite what we go through. We have to go through. We can't get stuck. So, I again, I thank everyone who listened, who toned in, our dynamic panelists, speakers. Um, who actually presented from all across the country. And we thank you and we thank God for you. Uh, today, I want to draw your attention to uh, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8. And it says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. If I could use for a thought today, it would be disconnected. Disconnected. In our day-to-day uh, -day dealings, it's easy to get caught up in the rigmarole of day-to-day, -day, or gotta do this, gotta be there, schedules, plans, appointments. And in certain cases, people have actually, in the process of pursuing happiness, pursuing greatness, um, just pursuing life, they have, in essence, gotten closer to their goals, but farther away from God. And so today I want to talk about disconnected. When you're disconnected, that means that you do not have an active relationship with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And when you're disconnected, you may have been lulled to sleep, slowly but surely. When you're disconnected, you might not even realize that God has removed his presence from you. Hallelujah. Well, when you're disconnected, you might not even realize that God is no longer leading you, but you're now leading yourself. Uh, I want to talk about uh, disconnected in terms of connections. Um, it is good and it is a good thing when you grow and you understand who you are and what you are, what you represent, whose you are, and where you're going. 
Because once you become awakened into a sense of belonging and knowing who you are, then people can't tell you everything and you won't go for fried ice cream nine times out of 10. And being uh, awakened with life, you start to understand the importance of thinking for yourself, uh, considering the plan, how it affects you. Uh, we, we don't want to just go with the crowd on things. You want to make a personal determination of what's best for you. I'm not going to just do certain things because they're saying, do it, do it, do it. Or I'm not going to do it because the whole crowd and everybody is going that way. I, I may need to uh, disconnect so I won't end up with regrets. And even in some of our gatherings and our get-togethers and our friendships and our relationships, a lot of times people have connections with people, places, and things that they cannot see the detriment of such connection. God says in this season, there will be disconnects. Have you ever picked up your telephone to make a phone call and it tells you, I'm sorry, you cannot make a call? It's been what? disconnecting. Have you ever needed to get in touch with somebody and can't send them a message and you see, because we're in a social media age, call blocking is active. In essence, disconnecting. So we've got to understand uh, where God uh, is taking us in this season. And a lot of times we may have to disconnect from people, places, and things that do not serve the higher power in us, which is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have to be okay with an update where it's a disconnect. You have to be okay that you did not get the invitation. You have to be okay that they skipped you on the list. Maybe God was saving you from something. Maybe the good Lord was protecting you from somebody or an evil plot or plan. Maybe God said, no, I'm not going to let my child be caught up in something that's going to have negative consequences for years or weeks and months to come. God said, in the time of disconnect, don't be surprised of what's disconnected. So our service today is Definitely a warning of sorts to all believers. Make sure that you have connection to God. Make sure your power is on. Make sure you paid the power bill. Make sure that you've done what all that you know you need to do to be pleasing unto the Lord. Make sure, make sure, make sure. But I also want to uh, update the the sinner, the people who've decided to turn their backs away from God. You are in essence disconnected, hallelujah, from the true and living life source. You are made now an enemy of God because you are disconnected. And God is saying, if you're fearful, fear is of the devil. Fear is, has an acronym that we all can understand. It's false evidence appearing real, okay? Anytime fear is involved, there is a demonic presence there, okay? That means you don't have faith. That means you actually have more faith in the opposing side than you have in the God. 
God is saying the fearful and the unbelieving. There are a lot of people who don't believe nothing that the word of God says. These 66 books, they just hear and don't hear. They don't have time for it, don't care, and don't want you mentioning. God said, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable. People don't believe that Jesus and God is one. They don't believe that God came to die for their sins. They don't believe that God walks among us and leads and guides us today. They don't believe he's returning for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. They don't believe. God is saying, and the abominable. People do some abominable things behind closed doors. And you know what you're doing is wrong because the spirit of God in you will tell you, no, 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 you shouldn't be doing that. Or no, 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 you shouldn't even be here. Or no, 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 you shouldn't even be around this. When you go past that border and you step over that warning, now you are an enemy of God because now you are doing the abominable. Hallelujah. And murderers. Folks are murdering people's character. They're mur murdering people's innocence. They are taking lives like it don't mean a thing. And then they'll just go and uh, try to go and uh, halfway repent or half telling themselves, put it in their music, put it in their, in their book, put it in their movie, uh, make a podcast or a poem about it and feel like they have to release the evil that they've done. But God said there is a reckoning day. We should never take from anyone. We should never take in particular things that we cannot put back. None of us can create life. A woman can have a thousand babies. A person, a man can be the father of a thousand children. But you don't give life. Life comes from God. Hallelujah. So God says the murderers. So it doesn't matter if we want to debate on uh, life at conception or life after birth. My Bible says murderers, hallelujah. And whoremongers, yes, whoremongers have crept into the church. They crept into the music industry. They kept crept into our Bible studies. They crept into our organizations. And people just have to have a quorum of this and a quorum of that. They're flopping from man to man and woman to woman. And they're doing what they want to do with no uh, regards to reckoning day. Hallelujah. Don't care about diseases. Don't care about soul ties. Don't care about the lives they're destroying. Hormones, hallelujah, and sorcerers. My God, those who would like to distort the word of God for filthy lucre. Those who would like to distort God's direction and use it for evil powers. God said those are sorcerers. And my Bible said you burn the witches. You take them and burn them, hallelujah, because anybody that acts in terms of a witch or a warlock, they are usurping their authority against the almighty power of God. God is saying, and the sorcerers, and the idolaters. God said, you shall have no other gods before me. I don't care who or what it is. I don't care what the tradition has been. You shall have no other gods before me. If you do, you are now an idolater, my God. And all liars. People would rather tell a lie than the truth. People would rather deceive than be serious. People would rather have a hoodwink moment where they feel like they're getting over versus telling a lie. What's wrong with telling the truth? The Bible says, and all liars shall have their part in the lake with burneth 
with fire and brimstone. What is that? They're going to hell. I'm not telling you you're going to hell. The word of God says you're going to hell. The word of God says you're going to burn forever and ever and ever. The word of God says you're not going to be consumed in that fire. You're going to be tormented. Hallelujah. If you burn something today, it's going to burn until it burns itself out. It's going to be completely consumed. But the fire that is waiting for those who have made themselves enemies of God and who are now disconnected, guess what? It never will go out. You will never get any relief. I know sometimes when it get warm, people need to get out and step, get a step of water or get some fresh air, renew themselves. There's no break taken in hay. Hallelujah. There's no, hold on right back. I, I'll get right back with you in a minute. No, no, no. You're going to have to be judged for the deeds done in your body. You can't give an account for what I'm doing. I can't give an account for what you're doing. But we can understand we have a choice in what we do because that will determine how we are going to be judged. God is saying the lake which burneth with fire is not going to just be fire. There's going to be brimstone. There's going to be something that keeps that fire from going out, which will prevent you from ever getting any relief. And I think sometimes if we can look at people from their spiritual makeup, versus who their exterior is, we'll see the devils and the demons that we're conversing with. We'll see the people for their real spirit. You'll see the person that was set out and, and, and their job is to destroy you. If you ask God for discernment, he will give you discernment. If you ask God for direction, he'll give you direction. God said, you're going to be in a lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Hallelujah which is the second death. What does that mean? That means it is appointed unto man once to die. Some of us will die. Some of us won't die. But once you decide to make heaven your home, you don't, it doesn't matter to you because you already know that it is well with your soul. Some people are going to go by the grave. Some people are going to be caught up and raptured to meet God in the air when he returns. Others, you got to make your decision because guess what? On this, for the second death, that comes after judgment. And we all will be judged. Hallelujah. So why would you go through life living in a hell and die and go to hell and then be sentenced to hell? My God. When a person dies and they are not blood washed in the blood of the Lamb, and they've not made their calling in election sure, and they've not been baptized in Jesus' name, and they don't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and they're not living a, a pure and holy life, and they have a reproach on them because they're sinful. God is saying, you are walking in a spiritual death, and everything that surrounds you is impacted by that death. God is also saying, guess what? You don't have to be in that scenario today. You don't have to let your light go out. You don't have to choose hell. You can choose heaven. You don't have to go through here barely making it and then turn around and die and go to hell anyway. Some people are very sick. They are despondent. They have mental illness. They have other problems going on and they still don't recognize that they need God. So why would you go through and, 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 and not experience the healing and deliverance power of a relationship with God and then die? Because guess what? Before the judgment day, people who actually die before then, their spirit 
and their, their soul waits to get uh, judged, but their spirit goes back to its maker. The person who dies a believer is resting. They're at peace. They're sleeping until God calls everybody. The person who dies as an unbeliever, when they die, that is a torment because their body and their spirit and their soul has made decisions in their waking life when they had the opportunity to make better decisions. Now that they can't make better decisions because it's gone, they're gone and they're waiting for the second judgment, they're tormented because they want to do the things that they were wanting to do, but they also know that they don't have a hope. My God, I, I, I want you to look it up in the Bible. There was a person who actually died and went to hell and was able to talk about what they saw. It's no good place. Hallelujah. There are real demons and minions and territorial entities and powers of darkness that have different levels and, and different um, identities and they have different looks and they are real. And, and that is what people use when they are sending curses and hexes and things to others in a, a way to harm them. They are really moving through the power of the enemy and they're sending satanic forces and real demons and they're playing with the devil. But I understand that the things that you send out, hallelujah, them demons and those witches and, and those curses that you send out to others already come back to you, hallelujah. God said, quit playing with hell, hallelujah. Quit playing with the devil, hallelujah. Quit letting the devil mind and, and move you out of your mind. Quit letting the enemy Stop you from your, your God-given purpose. Stop acting like you don't know who Jesus is. Stop living beneath your privileges. Stop letting the enemy send you to hell. The enemy knows he, he has lost out. He knows he does not have any more time. He knows that his hell is harder because he's made hell his home. He knows he does not have another chance. He knows that it's all over for him. He knows. So his job is to make you lose out on your soul. His job is to make you lose out on eternal life. His job is to make you lose out on hearing God say, well done. I don't care what the agenda is. I don't care who's running for office. I don't care what they're selling. I don't care who's in charge. I don't care who's telling you to do certain things. You have to choose ye this day who you will serve. You got to decide heaven or hell. You got to decide I'm going to live for God. Saying that you're a good person means little because there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. My God, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to think about it. There's going to be a lot of people who are good and have good morals. They come from good homes. They did things the right way in hell. Well, how can you say that? Because they've not met the requirements as designed in the word of God to show that you are a believer of God. You've decided that you're an enemy of God by your inaction. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Hallelujah. I'll get back until later. I'll decide tomorrow. Those are the actions that you will pay for. My God, people don't want to talk about it because they want your money. 
They want your, your, your praise. They want your likes. They want your following. They want this, that, and the other. But we have to tell people the truth. We have to be committed to living God's life on purpose. You can be saved. You can be successful. And you can have eternal life. Hallelujah. You will go through, but everybody goes through. God said, disconnected. You can't even think like a child of God because you're disconnected. You can't do the right thing because you've been disconnected. And the enemy, when he pulls you on his territory, he will actually bit by bit break you down and bit by bit break your mind. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden you don't think the way you used to do. My Bible tells me, you look it up, you fact check me. My Bible tells me, hallelujah, that when a person backslides, like you've known God and you've, you've been on God's side and, and then you decide that you no longer want to live right and you slowly but surely backslide. My Bible tells me, hallelujah, that the enemy goes out and finds that house unclean, hallelujah, your spiritual house. He finds that the Holy Spirit of God no longer lives there and he looks. And he makes sure that he's seeing what he's seeing. And then he goes back and he gets more demons, more deadly and powerful and wickeder than himself. And what does he do with his seven new buds? He goes into that temple that no longer houses the Holy Ghost. And there's no longer a temple of God. And they inhabit it. And so that's why people do things. And they don't understand why they're doing it. And now all of a sudden, I don't think I would never have seen the day that they would have done such and such. Oh, I can't believe that was me doing that. Because you're being driven by something that's seven times more deadlier than the devil himself. Can you imagine? My God, is it worth it? When you disconnect from the power source, hallelujah, that is when you have what? No power. We've disconnected from God in our thoughts, in our ways, in our dealings, in our prayers, in our actions. And we think God is asleep? Do we think God isn't seeing us? Do we think that because we give God a little bit of praise at the last little part, he's pleased with all the other mess? No, 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 no. He said, I would rather you be hot. I would rather you be cold because if you're warm, I'm seeing you as lukewarm and I'll spew you out of my mouth. Be hot for Jesus. Be, if you're going to be on the, the devil's territory and you are disconnected, understand there's consequences. Understand God is saying, I am judging. I have released. The enemy to buffet you back into place. And sometimes when the enemy is over there trying to buffet you back into place and, and give you a hard time so you can look to God, we start dancing with the devil. We start partying with him. Hey, how you doing? Hey. They were designed to get you back to God. And now you don't took up and now you're all afraid. And now you're going from another level to another level to another level and deeper and deeper and deeper into sin. God said, you are disconnected today. Hallelujah. God said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. 
If any man come unto me, they must deny himself. Hallelujah. When you ain't nobody, you're not too big for God. Hallelujah. Your problem ain't too big for God. We got to understand that all the accomplishments that we accomplish, you are still mortal flesh. Hallelujah. So God is saying today in this season, in this moment, in this hour, choose ye this day whom you will serve you. We must be baptized in Jesus' name. Don't let these drugs fool you. Don't let these drinks and alcohol and party libations and men and women fool you. We must be born again. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. What does that mean? He wipes it. He cleanses. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is unto you and you and your children's children and as many generations as God shall call before he returns. Will you come? Will you give God your life? Will you let him lead? It's time to get reconnected. Hallelujah. No more disconnection. Hallelujah. Because guess what? Judgment is sitting in. Hallelujah. And it starts with the house of God. If you look across any platform, social media, real media, phone calls, community contacts, you're seeing that a lot of folks who have been so associated with God are being taken out. Hallelujah. I am not here to judge. But my Bible says judgment starts with the house of God. He, he will whack down and cut down and burn down things that are not of him. He is a consuming fire. We have to, in this season, in this time, in this hour, understand that God is willing, he's waiting, he's ready to get us together. Are you ready? If you don't have a Bible-based church that you belong to, we invite you to partner with Carkey Global. We are an entity of God. We believe in helping others. We believe in making sure that God leads and that people of God are provided for. Please consider partnering with us. Please consider making sure that your own connection with God is in tone. God bless you. to be loved by somebody yeah take a number take a walk and call